321 Leon Podcast, Next Level Nerds official LARP podcast. Please visit nextlevelnerd.com, check out all of our shows on nerdy topics, and uh, you can also find links to our social media where we post a lot of things that we're interested in and uh, things we think our listeners might enjoy, and you can talk to us there. Subscribe and get new episodes as soon as they're released, and uh, if you like anything, you can help us out by giving us a review on iTunes and support us that way. You can also support the Next Level Nerd Network uh, by going to our Patreon page, and we want to give big thanks to a couple new Patreons, some people we know that are awesome people. Michael Beam and his daughter, Elizabeth Beam, have recently become Patreon supporters of Next Level Nerd, and we like the Beams a lot. They're great people, and they just jumped up another peg, because <laughs> now they're helping us out. And You know, I know they enjoy the show, so... I appreciate that a lot, guys. So I recently uh, reconnected with a friend of mine that I used to work with, and uh, she has worked in the video game industry a little bit. That's kind of how we met, but she also has been getting real big into cosplay and has done some really cool things with that. So I wanted to bring her on, and I thought she fit a few of our niches here on our shows. Um, So she agreed to come on and just have a little conversation about what she's up to, and she's doing some really cool stuff. So... I thought, uh, you know, cosplay is kind of like LARPing, and so we'll talk to her. But anyway, joining me today is Joseph Gaffney. How's it going, LARPers and enthusiasts? <laughs> yeah, just back from a little R&R. Yep. <laughs> I, was a, I was a little sad we didn't get to spend a weekend in Georgia, and I didn't like find like some kind of LARP or something like that to go to. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> I didn't even get to stop at a at a game store, like a tabletop game store. I didn't even get to stop at one of those. We were just kind of busy and drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool. It's always nice to relax. Um, good to have you back. So yeah, I believe you've listened to the show. Any uh, quick first impressions? It was really cool to see and hear about another fellow nerd mm-hmm. <laughs> um not only talk about the things that they love but also hear how you know she has turned it into like you know vocation and right and literally through playing the characters and making the costumes and doing the things that she like loves so that yeah. that's it was really cool to hear about that and hear about the you know, some of the processes that she goes through when she's trying to figure out what she wants to do and hearing about like her favorite costumes that she's ever made and all that stuff, you know, really cool. Yeah. A lot of really good costumes and, uh, some, some not like super popular, not, they weren't popular, but not the ones you see all the time, I guess, you know, so they were kind of less popular characters and also like variant skins of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I don't know. I was like, listening to her and I was like chuckling cause, uh, she talks about, the rain costume from Mortal Kombat, uh-huh. and I love that character too. So I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, definitely uh, check her out, Amanda Rose or Romanova Rose. You can kind of check out her Instagram and stuff as you're listening, um, so you can kind of see some of the cool work she's doing. So we really enjoyed having her. Uh, thanks again, Amanda. Enjoy the interview. Joining me now is Amanda Rose. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. It's been a while. Yeah, we uh, we are old acquaintances. Worked together briefly. <laughs> yeah, very briefly. Uh, game review. 
Yeah, doing game reviews online. And then um, I think it was like LinkedIn. Something came up. We were still connected that way. And I checked it out recently. And I saw you were doing all these really cool things. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I used to know that girl. <laughs> and it looks like she's doing some pretty cool big stuff. So I said we should definitely talk to her because it seems like she's up to some interesting stuff. Thanks for uh, keeping me in mind, man. Definitely taking some time to get there, but. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing the story. Um, so why don't you just introduce yourself briefly and share with our listeners as much uh, kind of, you know, elevator pitch. Who are you? What are you doing? So I'm Amanda Rose. I am originally from Pittsburgh, PA, currently living in Georgia. I at high-res studios as a QA analyst for the international team, which sends our build for Paladins and oh. uh you know, Realm Royale, uh, which are games people might have heard of, Tencent, you know, so that is a, uh, you know, that is what I'm doing, and it's definitely a great job. I, yeah, in my spare time, I like to play a lot of video games, mostly fighting games. I have taken a lot of time into streaming recently, and I cosplay and make costumes. I don't know yeah. if I said that already, but <laughs> hey. Oh, and I and I love the gym. That too. That's a big thing. Yeah. Cool. So my first question, very important. What are your Halloween plans and what are you going to dress as? <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's a fun one for me because it's like opposite day for being a cosplayer. Mm. I I typically go for something not very creative and funny on yeah. Halloween. So well it's creative. It's like just easy or whatever. Easy, yeah, yeah. like and funny. So, so this year I'm gonna be Tommy Waisu. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So oh, that way have, uh, seen that somewhere on Facebook. Yeah, I definitely tweeted I definitely tweeted and er, in, uh Instagram posted in my story like a preview of like just the wig and like sunglasses <laughs> and me holding a football. because um, you know he tossed the ball. You yeah. know, like yeah. Mark <laughs> awesome. Mark, you wanna toss the ball. <laughs> But that way I can just have a fun time, you know, wherever we go and just say, you know, I did not hit her is bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. So, yeah, it'll be fun. You know, and like previous years I've done like uh, Ace Ventura, like when he's in the tutu and uh, 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 James Franco's character, uh, Saul from Pineapple Express. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Doc Brown. So definitely uh, like the key characters. Yeah, so you you cosplay as a normal person on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a normal person on Halloween. Tell us a little bit how that all got started. How long have you been uh, cosplaying? Yeah, so cosplay took off for me in uh, 2012. First time I ever cosplayed. I um, I had always known how to sew. I picked it up in high school sewing, and I got back into it when I was in college, and I was still in college until 2012. Um. I had started by just making Halloween costumes before 2012, uh, 2011, 2012 Halloween costumes. But I went to PAX East 2012. That was my first con ever. And me and my friend who reunited after like a million years of not seeing each other decided to drive for 10 hours from Pittsburgh to Boston to go this. And we were going to cosplay together. We heard about this thing cosplay. So I made a uh, Princess Zelda from skyward sword oh, nice. uh, which was a hot game at the time and uh you know i sewed it and like did stuff with craft foam for my first time like the really cheap craft foam like mm -hmm. i watched like tutorials on some girls 
like website and um you know and uh my friend she made us both little sister costumes so we could both be little sisters to try and get into the bioshock uh after party because we had heard that we had heard that ken levine in their studio always um you know they will go around with wristbands and give them out to people cosplaying as Bioshock yeah, characters cool. to go to the Irrational Games after party with like free drinks and you know finger foods and a cosplay contest. And we totally got into it and it was nice. awesome. You know, first convention ever, got to meet like Ken Levine and you know, we got to do the cosplay contest. We didn't win. There was like really sick big daddy um, that entered, uh, like mechanical it was just overpowered like so overpowered um but (laughs) it was cool and you know it sparked it sparked a big thing where i wanted to keep doing this and and going to more cons you know but like at first it was just packs and then i realized later that there were more conventions and you know Mm -hmm. just ended up loving and continuing to create it was also um just to real quick before we go into whatever's next is it was my creative outlet when i also had failed <laughs> I had failed to get a job out of college in game design. So uh, I still wanted to keep that creative juice going and creating costumes kept me happy. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's part of why most of us on these podcasts are doing this. Um, not all of us are really doing what we went to school for, what we're passionate about, but we are we do have a lot of passions around all these kind of nerdy topics of LARP and movies, video games, so you know, we, we try to put a lot of energy and it kind of keeps us going. But yeah, no, that's cool. You So you're cosplaying now and working in the game industry. So you're done. You made it. I did. <laughs> <Game> over. <laughs> no, no. There's still, uh, there's still a whole mountain to climb there. Yeah, trust sure. me. You know, it's uh, the beginning still. The very beginning. Cool. So that's what, six years about? You've been uh, for how long? Um, yeah, six years. Cool. What what's the uh, what's kind of like the arc look like from when you started? Because um, to me, you know, it's pretty. I don't know if it's. I'd say it's mainstream, but it's pretty close. If not, you know, like it might be hard to find someone who, if you said cosplay, they wouldn't know at least a little bit what you're talking about. Oh yeah, I think it really kicked off. I'd say 2015 might have been, or 2014 even. Mm-hmm. Like I think 2014 might have been like a big year for like just people becoming more and more into that mainstream, like, you know, culture forming with nerd stuff, right? Sure. Like, I remember going to conventions, like, in 2012 for PAX East. Like, granted, there was definitely a lot of people that cosplayed, but it's not like it is now. It's like, it's, there's every, like, everyone goes to a con now, and they either, like, whether they're making it or not, they're, like, dressing up as something, and they just, you know, it's nice because it makes people happy, but it definitely yeah. it's definitely grown a ton, ton since I started, and that's only like six years ago, so I can't even imagine for the people that have been doing it even longer than that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it depends on who you ask, good or bad. I'd say good. Um, more like, like we were just talking about, people doing what they love and finding other people that do it, you know, the community around it. Um, Sort of the barriers to entry are starting to fall away. So there's there's good and bad with that, but I think overall, you know, it's it's a good experience, and you know, people enjoying what they what they enjoy and sharing it with others. I think is kind of what we're all about, and what the more positive side of the community is about, right? Yeah, definitely. And and you see like a big growth 
development and a lot of people too, especially if they're creators. Like you were kind of talking about like what that like arc looked like. Yeah. I'd say like I started in 2012. I started as a seamstress. I didn't know crap about making armor. <laughs> Did like a little bit with like craft foam and like I wanted to learn armor. I would say it wasn't until like 2015 that I really, really tried to do some stuff with armor. Mm-hmm. And then like my first like armor stuff that I was probably actually proud of was in 2016. So it like took me like four years to like, I'd say like really not be scared where like some people it's like a year later, like they start this and they like, <laughs> they get so yeah. good at it so fast. Me, it like took me so, it took me so much more time for that skill. Whereas like, you know, sewing has always come naturally because mm-hmm. of like taking it when I was younger. But yeah, it's like, it's cool to learn different skills and crafts like there's still stuff i'm like weak at like when it comes to um like electronics and stuff like that like oh, like sure, lights yeah. and everything like lighting like led mm-hmm. lighting and everything so that, that's something i'd still like to learn someday because mm-hmm. it's still part of the art but we'll see yeah that's one of the things that's so just quickly to kind of catch you up <laughs> we uh we started this podcast about larping um about a year ago and a few months before that we just started getting back into larp but before that we hadn't done it since like high school so there's like a decade in between and we were just kind of like blown away by the difference of what people made and how they created it and how they made their costumes and armor you know to represent real armor in the game like it had just advanced light years since we used to play get on youtube and we find out people are making crazy stuff out of foam and it looks awesome and it's like functional but yeah so that's and that's one of probably my favorite parts has been uh creating a costume and and learning to craft some foam and make it look at least a little bit like a breast breastplate or whatever um i'm probably closer to that 2012 (laughs) age of you for myself but it's a lot of fun to make weapons and armor that way um and it's just awesome the resources and the knowledge base that's out there now oh yeah it's and it's pretty affordable for some stuff right like yeah. the foam, if you learn how to make stuff out of foam you're definitely saving a penny instead of using like blah so yeah so mostly like eva foam and stuff or yeah i i prefer now if i can to use eva foam for stuff um it just depends on how quick i need something to be done too because eva foam takes a lot more time to mm-hmm. coat and you know, prime and then paint, then uh, they like uh, warblows like instantly eat it, you shape it, it's pretty much plastic, like maybe needs like one coat and some sanding, maybe, and then you can start painting it. Like, whereas like it takes a little bit longer, like TLC with EVA foam to get it mm-hmm. that like perfect look. Yeah. Well, the nice part for <laughs> my case is I'm not trying to necessarily replicate something. So, however, it turns out, yeah, that's how I wanted it to look out. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but if you're representing or you know reinterpreting a, a character everybody knows you got to get it right yeah Don't definitely cool you want to tell us about some uh some of your favorite costumes you've come up with in the last few years this is like a tough one right <laughs> like i've, I've definitely sure. made a lot of costumes in the last couple years i'd say like one of my favorites because of just like not just how i felt in it and like you know how i felt with the way it came out but the story behind it is uh, Cassie Cage from Mortal Kombat 10. Okay. That's definitely one of my favorites. Uh, it, it starts as just a bodysuit. I had to hand pattern the vest like that she has. It's like an, uh, like a military kind of 
like vest thing with buckles and everything. There's a little bit of armor in it for her, but she was, uh, I even got my hair like an undercut. Like I had the whole underneath shaved and everything to like cosplay as her because at the time, like you can kind of find wigs now that like have an undercut, but even like the ones that now exist that are like that, they still don't look like, you know, perfect like for that kind of stuff. So it was like, I have to do my hair like this. And I did. And, um, you know, the, the Cassie Cage thing means so much to me because if it wasn't for my Cassie Cage cosplay, I might not be where I am today. It, mm-hmm. that, that was like a life changer. Um, and it was like a 15-minute 15, 15 like interaction with somebody that ended up recommending me later on after seeing that for uh, being a guest cosplayer for the ESL MKX Pro League uh, series that uh, I was flown out to Burbank for. I worked for them, and I got... That's how I got into the competitive gaming scene. But also I met some NetherRealm devs when I was there that, you know, I told them about how I had gone to school for game dev design and stuff. And they were like, well, you can probably pass your resume on to QA. It's not always glorious and stuff. Hmm. And it's not like full time. It's like a contract position, but it's a start. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. And that's how I eventually got into NetherRealm. You know what I mean? So it's like it it's it's a small world, right? And it's all, mm-hmm. like, I'll never forget that, you know? It's like my love for Mortal Kombat, you know? And then I end up working at the company that makes it, but on Injustice 2, you know? So that was kind of a cool thing, and that's why Cassie Cage will always mean a lot to me, especially that cosplay. The other cosplays that I say are maybe some of my faves, I'll, like, give two more so I don't, like, talk forever. Um, <laughs> we got all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Rain. Rain from Mortal Kombat X is another one I did. I've, mm-hmm. Rain's like probably my favorite character from the Mortal Kombat series. Uh, he's kind of like an underrated character. Like, I, I don't think many people like him. I love him. Uh, he was my favorite in MK9. And, uh, I mean, he was DLC in that. But he's just cool. He's a prince. He's a joke on the actual, like... Like, not even a joke. Like, he's... Ed Boon really loves Prince. So, like, this character is kind of like a hint at, like, the Ed Boon's love for Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Purple Rain. Ha, ha, right. ha. Um, <laughs> but the reason why I love that one is it was my first build that I made everything in armor out of EVA foam, and it looked so kick-ass. It, it just... I I was so proud of, like, the craftsmanship and, like everything that went into making that and also too a lot of people are like oh you're girl rain i'm like literally no i am rain the only reason why it's not identical to his stuff because the only thing i had to change because it's not appropriate like is i had to cover like my top you know what i mean like he's shirtless i just wore like a um like a crop top like tube top like that was Mm -hmm. black to go with the, the pants but everything else was spot on to exactly what he wears, like even the hair and stuff like that. So it was definitely not she rain. It was like, I just, you know, got rain it. Rain, yeah. Yeah, I was rain. <laughs> and other one that I would like to maybe talk about, like the obvious ones are usually like Black Widows, but like I love like Black Widow. So that's like another whole thing. But I, uh, I'd i say like for a third cosplay, that's like one of my faves would be... Uh, another Mortal Kombat character. Um, <laughs> From? Uh, I, and it's because of uh, the, what I accomplished with it is uh, Jingu Katana, uh, which was a skin in MKX. It was a really cool skin. It was very samurai armor-esque of her. Uh, I loved it. 
and I made it and I made it also with the props that uh, were one of her variations where she had like Jade's weapons so I had like mm-hmm. Jade's glaive and whatnot on me and I was able to enter like I was selected to enter for the uh, crown championship of uh, cosplay contest at C2E2 that year and uh, where that I did not win but I still got like sure. you know recognition for being a part of that since they Definitely. only go with so many people and I also placed uh first place for the adult category at like a local comic-con in like new northwest indiana with that costume so it definitely like felt good wearing it and it definitely was cool like when people actually recognized it because people are so used to like katana's main look that they have no idea what the hell they're looking at when they see this like Mm -hmm. other version of her you know so it was kind of cool to do that yeah i'm looking at a picture right now it's really awesome looking she it. that costume's sick uh yeah. even though i did not main her if i did main her in that game that would be the costume of choice <laughs> yeah this is some cool stories um yeah it's just kind of like i don't want to say luck but it's you know you gotta do so much work you have to like do the work to get the luck you know like there's a thomas jefferson quote or whatever it's like the harder i work the luckier it's i seem to be or whatever mm. you know so it's just kind of like yeah you happen to maybe be in the right place or talk to the right person but you know you would gone to school for this for for game stuff you're really into the games and then you put the work into making the costumes and it kind of has set you on this really cool path mm-hmm. i agree <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean that's why that's why i don't have any like like people will try and make you feel guilty like stuff's handed to you a lot of the time because they're un- unhappy in their own life usually mm-hmm. but like i'll say like i went to like you said i went to school for designing games i'm not even doing what i went to school for technically i'm in like the you know more so what some consider like the bottom of like the food chain with game like the game industry but to me i love what i do i especially love where i am now and there's no shame in getting there from somebody referring you because people don't want to admit it but it is about who you know like oh sure you can you can apply and be qualified for a job any time of the day and your resume might get tossed out and it's because, like, the people that get looked at are the people who are the ones using, you know, their ability to connect with these people, to connect with these people, whether it be on LinkedIn or at a convention or at a conference. Mm-hmm. That speaks miles more, unfor- unfortunately. Like, unfortunately for, like, people who just are hoping that, like, the application will get looked at. Sometimes it does right. get overlooked. It's a, it's a weird place, you know? And that, that also, I think, is why a lot of why I didn't end up getting a job out of school. You know what I mean? So it's mm. like, you know, instead of doing, you know, 3D modeling now, I'm not doing that. So, you know, and I applied to a ton of places after mm. after college. Just, uh, you know, life takes you on a funny path. Right. But there's still, you know, there's a lot to be said for just having, you know, higher education and putting in the work and, um, then, like you said, kind of just persistence and getting connect- networking and meeting people, you know. Yeah. What are you, any uh, current projects or upcoming conventions or anything you're working on? Yeah. Um, so my work does a convention called High Res Expo, and they're doing it part of DreamHack Atlanta this year. And so that is next month in like three, four weeks or so. Um, I think like more like three weeks now, but 
it's still some time. I still have to start, but I, I can work pretty fast at this point. Um, I am going to be making Tyra uh, her direwolf skin from the game Paladins that I work on. Okay, cool. She's one of my favorite characters in the game, and they uh, actually do some stuff for the employees if you uh, create a costume from our game and show up. So oh, that'll nice. be pretty cool. Sweet, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be it'll be cool. I'm 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 telling you because like, like first design, of all, anything yeah. wolf wise is cool. Oh, are you looking at the design right now? Yeah, I'm vaguely okay. familiar with the game to be honest, but uh, okay, not that familiar. So yeah, the coolest part about it is like one like the part that goes over her shoulder like wolf claws and then like the back of it mm-hmm. the back of the cape is actually a wolf head so nice. yeah that'll be like the hardest part to make the costume underneath is like the easiest <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly cool and uh, when is that uh november 16th weekend is it like an open to the public buy tickets kind of thing or yeah yeah yeah. everyone if you want to go you can buy tickets there's also a really sick after party uh hosted by high res that is yes. a little bit more pricey that is like 50 dollars, but it's going to be awesome so if you're headed up to headed up or down wherever to georgia for uh dreamhack or high res expo because they're both going to be in the same uh big giant conference center building you know uh, i think it's like the I was going to say George Washington, but it's like something George Conference Center, whatever. Uh, Yeah, Google (laughs) it wherever you go. Uh, You know, definitely don't miss the party if you have the extra money to spare because it's going to be, you know, know, chance to meet some devs, party with them. You know, who who doesn't want that? Yeah, they uh, they good partiers. Can they hang? Uh, I don't I don't know yet. I'm still like pretty new there. Like (laughs) I I've. I haven't gotten a party with them yet. I might actually, unfortunately, be missing the Halloween party tomorrow because mm. uh, it's like they do like this really cool like somebody hosts like a annual Halloween party. I was told it's awesome, but it's like forty minutes away. Like this person wow. commutes to work that does it, and I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to be driving to a party. That doesn't sound like the smartest educational choice to make. So, you know, play it safe. We'll see. Yeah. Do you want to go over the how the whole Black Widow thing? Yeah, we can do that. Now, is that, you know, it's all relative, but would you say that's kind of one of the bigger things, more exposure kind of things you've had? or? Yes. Exposure-wise, that is definitely the biggest thing I've been a part of so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where, like, they were trying to tell me they don't care what uh, people comment on, at all on the video or what I think about, like, how I did with the costume because i like i'm my own worst critic right and i like was hanging out with some of these people at dragon con that did the video because we did a follow-up video at dragon con uh and i was like yeah man i'm sorry because like i was almost not ready like i i scared them they thought i wasn't gonna like show up right like the the day of recording and they were recording in atlanta so they were like really like scared shitless probably because i was making them sweat (laughs) i was like working on it last minute a lot of stuff that i didn't have finished but they it's like the most watched i think of all their marvel becoming videos to date nice yeah it's pretty crazy but i think i think a lot of people got tricked regardless i think they thought it was like a black widow movie trailer and they're like oh shit finally you know and then like there's all these comments right that are like that are like this isn't my black widow like they they're like mad that like they thought i like they don't understand it's like cosplay like they think that i like replaced scarlett johansson or something you know so that was kind of funny yeah it's funny but, i did see that and i saw a few comment comments oh. people were like she looks just like scarlett johansson 
like, yeah. she could be your sister. So that's those are cool. the nice ones. Yeah. You you miss the ones that are like, like people uh, like that. I don't think yeah. it's like I don't think English is their first language because it's like spell it like they're spelling it like Scarlett Johnson. Mm. They're like they're like it's uh, auto correcting. Yeah, they're like yeah, they're like where's Scarlett Johnson? That that's my Black Widow. Like <laughs> that is like so funny. They're they're like this isn't a trailer, you know. It's, it's actually kind of whatever. You got their view. Yeah. So, anyways, I uh, <laughs> I was contacted back in uh, April. Was it April? Maybe March? End of March. I was emailed, and I was like, when I opened, I was like, this can't be real. No. <laughs> Oh shit! It's real. Um, because I recognize the name from this lady that uh she does a lot of stuff with uh cosplay with Marvel. Like I've seen her like represent Marvel for like taking pictures of like groups of Marvel people at like conventions before. Okay. It was her name on the email, and uh, she asked me if I had any Marvel cosplays because my name came up to her, and you know she works on the show Becoming, and you know they might have an option to use me for the show. We talked. I told her, you know, I, I do Black Widow as, like, a cosplay. I also plan on eventually, like, doing Captain Marvel because that's a character I really like. She was like, oh, okay, well, we'll let you know. And then she, I guess, got approved and was like, would you be interested in making in, in, in Black Widow's, like, Infinity War costume? And that means, like, like all the props, too. And I was like, yeah, heck yeah, you know? And it was like... It was so cool. Like, I remember getting goosebumps, like, you know, because then they sent me references, and this was before, like, the movie was released. So I, like, have all these pictures of, like, Scarlett Johansson in her costume, and I'm just like, this is real. Like, (laughs) this is crazy right now. Like, this is, I just felt, like, so cool, but I couldn't share that coolness with Mm. anyone because it was, like, NDA at the time. And, uh, you know, I just working on my project they came to my house when they were in chicago for c2e2 and did some b-roll there but they never ended up using it actually Mm. Um, then we shot in atlanta Uh, again i scared the shit out of them they thought i was gonna bail on them because they you know i i was struggling last minute to get some last minute things done but we got it all done it was looking good in the shots. We had a good time. We went and got Korean barbecue after. I didn't make them hate me. And uh, we did a follow-up at Dragon Con, and that was really cool. And they did it in part with the guy that did Thanos, Lee Hurley, um, amazing prop maker, amazing costume builder. Um, I remember the first time I met him, like, not officially, like, meeting, like, hi, I'm Amanda or whatever. Like, I took a picture with him when I was dressed as... I dressed as Rocket Raccoon at Dragon Con in 2015. (laughs) It might have been 2014. Yeah, I think it was 2014. I definitely dressed as Rocket Raccoon, um, and he was there as Groot. Like, his Groot was so realistic, I had to get a picture with it. It was like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 hype, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There's that. That's awesome. Congrats on that, and I'm really glad it uh, turned out well and you got everything done. Yeah, yeah, me too. Now, is anything kind of that you know of like directly led from that? Not much. Like just kind uh, of in someone's Rolodex or whatever to be called up again when they're going to do something. <laughs> no, I, um, I think the only thing that it did was really like, uh, you know, I did, I did grow a little bit in followers uh, on Instagram, like just a couple, mm-hmm. like I, I say just a couple thousand, but I have, I have so many friends that cosplay on there that have like, you know, sure, yeah. almost six six figure followers or something because they do like this is like a living 
Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I, for me, it's like I'm more than humbled to have, you know, the amount that I have now. You yeah. know, I never, I never thought I'd make it past, you know, a couple thousand, let alone, you know, where I'm at right now, which is uh, 21. I think it's like 21,000. So, that's awesome. Yeah. And I definitely noticed an increase. I noticed an increase to an interaction with like when I do make posts, like the algorithm, like everyone always talks about this algorithm on like social media. The algorithm on Instagram's kind of effed and sure. uh but I noticed a big increase in engagement since like all the Marvel stuff, so that's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, people knowing that people are actually appreciating like the stuff I'm posting now because like I would I don't sell prints or anything, so like it's like I give that I post that in hopes that like the people who do like seeing the work will like appreciate seeing the final product. And uh, it's nice to know that like, you know, they're actually seeing it instead of it just like disappearing in their feed because of some algorithm. Right. So. Do you enjoy doing that? Like sharing it on social media? Yeah. Kind of keeping up a self brand as it were or whatever. Yeah. It's like a weird feeling. Cause like I never want to not be humble. Right. Um, <laughs> sure. And like I, I don't, I'm not that type of person to, you know, be full of themselves or anything. And for me, it's like I want to just share the excitement because one, like I have people ask me, "Will you cosplay this all the time?" And it's like, no. It's like I only cosplay stuff that I really like. Mm-hmm. Like I don't cosplay something because it's like a trend. I don't cosplay something because. Somebody asked me to, you know, I I don't ask, you know, I don't ask people like, what should, what should my next cosplay be? I I just, I do what I want. And uh, that's where the passion and accuracy comes from. And that's the other thing. Like, I I love posting it because I want to see how accurate other people think I got. Because that's like one of the big things I go for. And you don't have to like, just a disclaimer here for people that are like trying to like, uh, look for a way to crucify me or something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> the internet loves to do that to people. Uh, my way of cosplaying is not necessarily the right way of cosplaying. It's just my way, and uh, it's sure. just what makes me happy. And that's, you know, everyone is allowed to have their way of cosplaying as long as they're not hurting other people. So. Totally. No, I think that's a, that's a really good point um, and something I think that kind of <laughs> needs said a lot of times in, in these sort of uh, nerd communities or whatever you want to call them. You know, people start to get hung up on, no, oh, this movie did this, and oh, this comic book's whatever, you know, or this version of Dungeons and Dragons is stupid, you know. <laughs> it is a little bit like, well, can't we just enjoy what you want to enjoy and, you know, do what you love and not be ridiculed for it or harassed for it or whatever, you know. Like you said, as long as you're not, like, antagonizing or hurting anyone else. Yeah, don't do offensive yourself. things. Yeah. Don't, don't, do, don't do blackface. Don't do brownface. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and just have fun. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Wise words. <laughs> yeah. Good words to say around Halloween time, too. Yeah. PSA. Very cool. Anything else uh, you want to share? Uh, No, I mean, we hit a lot of the big things and stuff, you know, and like, other than that, I'd say like, the only other big things I've ever done is uh, I've done a couple like little esports gigs with like fighting game characters. Like, you oh, know, like, I cool. uh, did the, I was working for Red Bull. For Evo the one year and uh, promoting their after party as Chun Li and uh, I've seen those pics. Was it cool? Yeah, it was. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I got my boyfriend to be alongside me uh, for the Red Bull Battlegrounds 2016 and 2017. Uh, so we both got to cosplay at those together and work for them. Uh, How does he do cosplay as well? Or 
Uh, kind of. Like, not as much as me, but, like, he likes doing it, and, like, he makes a hell of a good Street Fighter character. Sure. <laughs> and he, he, lo- he loves Street Fighter. So. Nice. Yeah, he actually, uh, I couldn't do it because it's the same weekend as High Res Expo, but, uh, he is gonna be, uh, cosplaying again for Red Bull this year for the Conquest Finals in DC, uh, that same weekend. So I'm glad that he's, like, able to do that job, even though I can't that weekend, so... Awesome. Well, thanks for joining our uh, for our podcast. Uh, I think, in my mind, you know, there's not there's kind of a fine line of LARP and cosplay. So I, you know, I'm trying to explore this whole realm of things and learn more and just talk to people. And um, it's cool to connect with you and see what you're up to. And I was really uh, interested to see that you had really taken on this cosplay. And because uh, you know, I knew you from more of a video game background. <laughs> You'd actually done a few costumes here and there, I think, when we worked together. But uh, like a uh, Harley Quinn or something. Oh but, yeah, uh, that was that was funny. That's a whole other story though, right? Yeah, that was your first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so give us some links and how best to find you and like you and follow you and all that. One of my main sources of social media I use a lot is Twitter. Uh, Twitter dot com slash Romanova NRS, and uh, Instagram is uh, Romanova Rose. Cool. Can you you want to spell Romanova for us? Okay. Um, R O. I'm, I'm a bad <laughs> no, it's speller, okay. so. R O M A N as in Nancy, O V A. Nice. And uh, <laughs> where does that come from? I was going to ask you that earlier. Oh, Black Widow. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, Natal. <laughs> her original like name before the whole Natasha Romanoff thing was uh, Natalia Romanova. So. Nice. Gotcha. So yeah, they just lost a little bit of nerd cred, but. <laughs> oh, it's <okay. laughs> now I know. <laughs> awesome well thanks uh thanks again amanda and uh good luck to you and we'll definitely follow you and keep track and looking forward to seeing some sweet cosplays yeah thanks man all right thank you very much amanda we really appreciate your time and seeing all the cool stuff you're doing and i just think it's cool to see people kind of starting to make some some headway and some have some reach um and it's even cooler when it's somebody you used to know or work with yeah it's really awesome to uh see a friend succeed especially in something that you know was originally a hobby and it turned to something they really love yeah and to like a way to continually fund that yeah which is <laughs> awesome yeah and it definitely sounds like she's uh putting in the work you can check out our gaming podcast she talks about um you know really getting part of the uh, fighting game community that she you know sort of was doing a blog and like getting to know people and has led to some opportunities you know so it was both passion toward it the effort um and i think that comes through in her cosplay too uh you know doing the yeah. things she wants to do you know not just because it's going to be popular or or whatever you know she doesn't like it she's not going to do it so i uh, respect her for that and i think she's doing an awesome job so definitely apparently so does marvel think think so too <laughs> yeah yeah right and i think that like you know this episode and <clears throat> which is kind of it's not larp related um is a cool aside thing to like larp because i think these communities are more connected than we know and there's a lot of crossover i think in in the larp community with with cosplay and with conventions and stuff like that Mm-hmm. We just mentioned two, two, our two new patrons. Um, I know they go to a lot of conventions, so you know they do cosplays, and it could be something new for us to like branch out into. So yeah, definitely, it'd be really cool to hear people listening. If that's something you'd like us to do, and maybe in the future we could have Amanda back, yeah, and uh, 
talk more about stuff. Yeah. Give us reviews on conventions and whatnot if she wants to. Yeah, you can always um, check out either the 321 Leon or the Next Level Nerd Facebook page and send us a message that way. Uh, both of our websites also have contact forms. Um, or if you know us personally, just <laughs> hit us up on Facebook or whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, let definitely. us know what what you like you don't like what you want to hear more of um you know because i think we're we're love to learn anything so there's not much we wouldn't want to delve into ourselves um let us know what you want to hear about because we'll probably end up learning and enjoy it as well definitely all right thanks once again amanda i uh, appreciate it and thank you all for listening this has been 321 lay on podcast next level nerds official larp podcast Go to nextlevelnerd.com if you want to connect with us. If you know anyone else that also likes movies, television shows, gaming, and LARP, just tell them to search Next Level Nerd in their favorite podcasting app or Google, iTunes, Spotify. You should be able to find us. So, Thank you again for listening. Thanks again, Mike and Lizzie, for, for donating. Until next time. Remember, spread the word, spread the nerd. Meh. Man, Joe's right. <laughs> the Joe's right goat. <laughs> yeah.